Okay, am I on? Are you ready for the Kiss Room? It's 3 o'clock. We're breaking into your programming for the Kiss Room. I'm going to say we're starting now in 3, 2, 1, go. today moving was hard but I got squared away 
Bell started ringing and changed right loud. I knew I'd moved in a haunted house. Still, I made up in my mind to stay. Nothing was gonna drive me away. When I seen something to give me the creep, had one big eye and a two big feet. I stood right still. Hey, look what I found in the Monco Radio storage closet. Wow, it's a dusty box full of records. Cool! ACDC, Motley Crue, Kiss. This stuff is great. What's this one? It's heavy, like twice as heavy as the rest of them. Look, it says right here, scratched in the vinyl, Sammy Kerr. Sammy Kerr? He was big back in the 80s. My dad was a fan. I heard he was supposed to play here at Monco, but he was killed in a freaky fire or something. Let's listen to it. You got the best. I'm Matt Porter, and you are in the Kiss Room, broadcasting live from Montgomery County Community College here in Bluebell, PA. It's October. We will have our Kiss Monster Roundtable. I'll have some special guests coming on, packing into the studio for that. We'll be talking with Superfan Andy, of course, with Kiss Cruise commentary. And, of course, Halloween is right around the corner, so we'll play some kind of scary Kiss tunes right now in the Kiss Room.
This is Super Fan Andy's Wicked Awesome Kiss Cruise Commentary. And you're back in the Kiss Room with Super Fan Andy on the line all the way from Massachusetts. And I know the Kiss Navy is getting psyched with the Kiss Cruise just weeks away. Andy, what is going on? Hey, man, it's wicked awesome to be back. And we got about mm, 13 to 15 more days left, Woo! depending on how you count it. Woo-hoo! Well, see, if, if people are listening <laughs> on the download, you know, it might be one day. They might be, but I hope they're all listening to this before they get on the cruise and that they take the kiss room with them on the cruise, right? <laughs> uh, I guess. I hope so. <laughs> No internet out there unless you want to pay big bucks. <laughs> Download it, put it on your MP3 player, take it with you. Very good. Nice plug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do we got going on Kiss Cruise-wise? You're psyched, right? Yeah, I'm super psyched, and uh, this is it. We're ready to go, and uh, we'll give a couple more updates here, and I'll try to go as fast as I can, but not too fast. So we'll start off on October 30th, the Kiss Cruise Maniacs Party. Is at the trade winds at the Bayside Marketplace Zone Level A. Basically, that's across the street from the Holiday Inn, starting at nine o'clock till two a.m. They're gonna have kiss goodies, giveaways, plus very more. Uh, you can check them out on uh, their Facebook pages. It's Kiss Cruise Maniacs. So now we're off and running on the other thing. First off, on October 27th, my local Kiss Tribe and Kiss Forever will be doing a special show at JJ Sports Bar and Grill in Northville, Massachusetts for our cause at WWP. Donations, raffles, so check them out at uh, www.kissforeveronline.com and their Facebook pages, Kiss Forever. Also, check out JJ Sports Bar and Grill Facebook page or www.jbag.biz. Ooh, that's a lot. What the heck is and, uh, that? Like what kind of address them. is that? <laughs> yeah, we, and we'd like to thank them in the band for helping us out. Believe me, it's a legit thing. I checked it like three times just to make sure. <laughs> so now, here we go. On a Monday, October 29th, the very first meet and greet at the Holiday Inn from 7 till midnight. Jeff Hopkins and I will, uh, with myself from and help from uh, Denise Hopkins, his wife, and my uh, KISS mom. My mom's going to help out because she's going on the KISS cruise also. That's awesome. Got living in, in sin, WWP party. As well, by now we're all going to have uh, raffle tickets for a dollar each for prizes, and as you can buy as many as you like. I will also have uh, pin sets with extra uh, kiss goodies inside them while they last for five dollars. And in the packet, you will get a special ticket for the grand prize, living in sin prize, given out at midnight. Also new, this is new. This is my little trick. In a random package, you might get lucky and find a super kiss fan Andy Moyen pick. That's right, a guitar pick. A super, now that's super collectible. A super awesome, wicked awesome, super fan Andy guitar pick. That would be good in anyone's Kiss collection. Yeah, but here's the trick. If you come up to me and give me that pick, you will get something even more special, (laughs) rare. And I'm telling you, more rare than the super Andy pick, believe me. So that would be a good thing. And yes, you have to be present to win for all the raffles. Another thing new in, just new in today, this is brand new. I've been kind of working on things here and there, but this is brand new. We now have a DJ, Andrew, DJ Noise Rodriguez, who will also be spinning your Kiss favorite tunes all day, all night long. Wow. And I will take requests, and he is a big Kiss fan. He's got the tattoos to prove it, so we're not going to hear any, any of that rap stuff and anything else. It's all <laughs> Kiss from 7 till midnight or at least 1 o'clock, believe wow. me, guarantee it. At uh, 10.30, we'll be taking a moment of silence for all the troops around the world. Uh, I think they deserve it, and we should show some respect, because if it wasn't for them, uh, we wouldn't be on this cruise to begin with or doing anything worldwide. This is, this is what this is all about. 
So anybody and everybody is welcome. Even if you can't make it K2, it's an open invite. So even if you live in Florida. So now part two of this. On October 30th, the Kiss Cruise Bon Voyage Party will take place at the Hard Rock. It's at the Bayside Marketplace Zone E. The doors now open up at 8. So get there early with almost 600 people or more. You want to get there early. And now with two Kiss tribute bands, Kiss Clowns and Sir Kiss. You also, we must sign up because the Hard Rock can only hold so many people. So check out Kiss Cruises' Facebook page for more details. And also, the newest update is that if you want to donate $5 at the door, so if you come at the door and you donate $5, you want, we will give you two free extra free tickets for the raffles for that night. Yes, two for more free. And there's also uh, be pin sets uh, from me while they last. We'll see how many we go through them for, uh, for $5. And inside that packet will be also some extra goodies plus another free ticket inside. So uh, you also can buy more raffle tickets if you want. There's no limit. Yes, you must have to be present to win. And now we'd like to thank the people, or I would, plus slash we would, <laughs> like to thank the people who donated so this could happen. Jeff Gilbert from the Feedback Lounge, he gave us the Gene Simmons painting, and we put it on uh, eBay, and it went for $100. Woohoo! yes. That's nice. fantastic, yeah. Also, the limited edition Gene Simmons special T-shirt, the limited edition, went for $162.50. Wow. Amazing. I was just blown away by that. Uh, we Also, I was blown away. I brought a, a Paul a Panda bear size down, medium size down to the Kiss Expo. It made $146. Woohoo! So that's in that's itself. That's fantastic, yeah. And uh, this is something new. Uh, Brian Roberts, who's doing those, who's making the uh, Kiss Cruises laminates, if he reaches uh, 200 laminates, he will donate $250 to the Wounded Warriors for us. Mm. So contact uh, Brian Roberts on his Facebook page. He's close to almost 200. I think he was up to about 175. So we need about 25 more. Come on, people. Let's go. And uh, also, I'd like to uh, thank uh, Hans from KissForSale.com. He's the only dealer. Now, trust me, everybody. Listen to me. He was the only dealer that actually is going to donate anything towards us. And I believe me, I trust that I asked them all the dealers over and over again. So the next time you think you're buying a Kiss Cody, please check out Hans and KissForSale.com for us. And uh, now, here's the list of more lists. We got Lisa Jane Presky, also known as Dirty D from Kiss Meets the Phantom, uh, Lydia Chris, Bill Baker, Bruce Kulick, Kiss Monster Mini Golf, William R. Sharkey, my buddy Dave Johnson, uh, uh, Dwayne Harper, Joe Lessine, I'm sorry if I screw up the names, uh, Sarah Stryker Mitchell, and uh, Steve Mitchell, uh, Jill Harvey Odeice, uh, Jeff Hopkins, Adria Garcia, I always screw up her name, and myself. Also, if you're not going to be going on KK2 or not in the Miami, you can still donate to the WWP at KK2, WWP at Comcast.net, because every penny counts. And as always, we thank you for your support uh, for the biggest KISS fan-based charity. Well, that is fantastic. I mean, it sounds like obviously we had a lot of people involved. You raised a lot of money. Everybody's going to have a lot of fun. Somebody's going to win a Super Fan Andy special prize. You got two tribute bands and a KISS DJ, and then the cruise. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah, we're going to get set out, everybody. Uh, get them all psyched up and ready to go. <laughs> so really, I just want to thank you for doing these KISS Cruise commentaries every month. Everybody enjoys them. I know a lot of the people that are going, they write to me. They say, wow, we love these updates, hearing me in the KISS room every month. We need a full report next month. Obviously, you can tell us all about what happened or at least anything we can talk about in the company of all of our listeners. And, uh, you know, I think I really want to thank you for being on with us, Andy. Well, it's wicked awesome to be on. Um, thank you for uh, letting us do this because if it wasn't for you, this is, uh, you know, we'd just be doing this online. So it's great to get this uh, the radio stuff, and it's always going to be to get that stuff there. So, like I said, it's wicked awesome. We're going to have a wicked awesome time, and 
I just hope everybody has a safe travel down. Okay, well, bon voyage, Kiss Navy. Uh, we've really enjoyed having Superfan Andy with us every month with the Kiss Cruise commentaries. We can't wait to get a full report of all the fun. Uh, let's go over to line three. We have Eric Tato Rock's car. You heard Eric Tato Rock's car with us last month in the Kiss Room, and he has the winner of the... Eric Carr Unfinished Business CD that we announced last month. Eric Tadorock's car. Welcome back to the Kiss Room. Pleasure to be here, as always. Okay, now everybody's been waiting. Who would win that CD? I gave all the entries to you. You knew the lucky number. Who was our winner? The actual winner for this CD was me. <laughs> I won the CD. <laughs> there you go. Well, now, we no, will, we will say all of the uh, CDs were courtesy Eric Tadarock's car and ericcar.com. So these are coming straight from the source. Eric Tadarock's car, you tell us the winner. It is Erica Wing. We're her first, you know, saying that correctly, but Erica Wing from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Erica Wing from Crystal Lake, Illinois. You are the winner of the Eric Carr Unfinished Business CD. Todd, what's going on on ericcar.com or erictodderocks.com? I think, didn't you just say you are going to redo your website, brand new website? Well, I tell you what, it's, it's not going to be a brand new website, but uh, due to some brand new merchandise coming out for myself called the ETRC The Fox line. Um, it's going to be a whole new look, a uh, whole new design, and we're still going with the Eric Carter Rocks car thing, but uh, we're just jazzing it up a little bit, going to make it more awesome, going to have a brand new logo, going to have some t-shirts, drumsticks, uh, you name it, you know. I've been getting feedback from the fans, they want some merchandise from from me, myself, so uh, why not? Let's do it, you know, rock and roll. That's fantastic. And with Halloween coming up, will you be walking through the neighborhood in your Eric Carr costume? Well, I tell you what, that's an interesting question. I was thinking about going to Vinnie Vincent, but I know I would get probably shot on the street. <laughs> so I will go with Eric Carr. Fantastic. So, okay, if anybody comes knocking at your door on Halloween looking like Eric Carr, the fox, it could be Eric Tyler Rock's car. Have a happy Halloween, and thanks for joining us in the Kiss Room.
I'm sharpening my axe base. Heads are going to roll. And yeah, I'm in the kiss room. It's October. We got a jam-packed studio today. Let me hear you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Joining me today, we have Frank Hagen from Kiss Mask Fanzine. Frank, what's happening? Hello. Hello, Kiss Army. Kiss Army. We got on live via technology. We're joined by Cassius Morris from Creatures of the Net podcast. Cassius, are you there? Cassius, are you there? Cassius, are you there? How about Ken Mills from the podcast? Are you there? We got to figure out why this isn't working. But also in the studio, we got Paul Stanley from Kiss. How you doing, Kiss Army? Let me tell you something. We got Chris Giordano himself from Kisteria. Well known, especially among, uh, let's see, some other tribute. Who have you sang with? I've uh, been with Kiss Army, um, Higher Than Hell, Room Service, whoever uh, needs a Paul Stanley, have uh, have uh, guitar will travel. So that's a lot of people you've probably seen. Now, I say this all the time. I think you're one of the best Pauls that anybody that I've ever seen. Thank you. So anybody out there that has seen Chris in action, whether it was a Kiss Expo or a show, you know it, because I know it and you know it too. Now let's see, technology-wise, were we able to get those guys in on Skype? You guys there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I hear them. Let's bring them up. People, let me hear you. Hello. Make Hello. Some noise. Okay, I hear you. We got oh, Ken. Yeah. Ken, what do you All think right. of the new album? What do I think of the new album? I think it's phenomenal. I think it's one of the best things they've done since Revenge. I think it's very heavy. It's awesome. And Cassius Morris from Creatures of the Net. What do you think? I absolutely love the album, and I think it's it's definitely my top five. Really? Yeah, definitely I, I in the really top like five. Okay. What about you, Matt? Now look. We're going to jump right into Monster. Obviously, it's why we've all gathered around the elder-like table here in the studio. <laughs> but first, one of the things that we okay. want to talk about is a unique experience that we had yesterday. And I'm going to turn the microphone over to Frank Hagen, who's going to tell us a little bit about the Sirius XM Town Hall with Kiss. It was an incredible event. Incredible event. Took my buddy, my buddy Matt up there. Frank was the winner. Now, for those of you that don't know... Sirius XM had a contest where you could get 20 winners, could get in the fishbowl, as they call it. And if you go to thekissroom.com, you'll see on the photos page, there's some really great photos. There was a photo on Kiss Online. You can see me, that big ape right in the middle with a <laughs> cell phone camera. You can spot me. You can see Frank. There was 20 people picked. And they could bring 20 guests, and that's yeah. where I come in because uh, Frank says, hey, man, you want to go to New York? Hey, I got the day off. So we went up, and that was basically the event was 20 lucky listeners, one of them being Frank Hagen, could ask a question of Kiss. Tell us more. Um, my question was, what the 
That was my question. Um, your question, something along the lines, it was a very, personal, a very personal <laughs> album. What were yeah, some of the... Uh, Monster seemed to be one of the most personal albums I think they've done in a long time. And that was my question. I'm not quite sure what the answer was, but Paul and Tommy spent some, spent some time on it. You know what? For everybody that tuned into Sirius yesterday, it was a phenomenal event. It was a two-hour well interview. The people at Sirius could not have been nicer. And okay, we're on Monco Radio where music minds meet. So, of course, Sirius is a competition. Hey, we're competing with everybody. But really, when you think about it, they couldn't have been nicer. If I said, look, it's kind of like going to the Wonka factory. We got there. You go to the 36th floor. You're in how you see Howard Stern's studio. You're up there now. That would have been enough for me just to go inside serious. Yeah, and isn't it amazing when you get up there and you say to yourself, "This is where it all comes from." The photo booth was fun. Watching Gene go into this little photo booth and like half half in and half out and take snapping these pictures. So one by one, they came walking out. And yeah. now, Grant, it's a small crowd. Everybody that yeah. knows you've seen when you see Kiss in the makeup that up close. It's pretty mind blowing, but yet there was a, it was it's an office really it's a lobby. There was 20, 30, 40 people. What it was unbelievable. They came walking out. If you heard that interview, you heard them talk about a variety of topics. What yeah. was the name of the band before Wicked Lester? Something like the Something Watch, something Watch Company. Company that you Gene know, said. Hey, it sounded like Jethro Toll. They were trying, and and even Paul Sid, was just going. Sid Kent, com- Sid Kent Company. Company. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And, and it could have sounded like Jethro Toll. That's what they were trying to say. And it was just, it was something to really, it was just such a unique experience. I mean, to see them in such a small atmosphere, full makeup and costumes, it was incredible. A lot of really cool KISS fans. I'll tell you, I'll send a shout out to MT from Harleysville. You know, you figure everybody in New York is from somewhere else. Unless you work there, you're there because you're a tourist like us yesterday. I sit down next to this gal and she says, oh, we're talking. What's your name? I said, oh, where are you from? She said, you never heard of it. Harleysville. Well, if you know where we are here in Bluebell, I drive through Harleysville every day. What are the chances? So she was super nice. It was kind of cool to find all these other KISS fans. What are the chances? You know, what a sweetheart sitting next to me from Harleysville. So if you're listening, I hope you're tuned in. The uh, So that was a really amazing event. Anything else you want to talk about with that? Um, It was, you know, it just blows my mind. Yesterday just blew my mind. Um, Very grateful. That I got that opportunity to go and take you with me, and uh, and I sure something appreciate I'll it. Take, take to my grave, I'll never forget unless I lose my mind and go to dementia and you know get put in a home someplace. But I will never forget it. And you know, really, that was the thing. One of the things, and you heard when you heard that on the radio, Chris, was they talked a lot about really how much they appreciate the fans. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting us. Somebody asked him about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Paul says, "Look, we don't so much care, but we care because you guys care." Fans, yeah, and. In a way, that's one of the things, especially, look, if you're tuned into the KISS room live here on Monco Radio or Music Minds Meter, if you're listening on a download, KISS is your band. We feel like KISS is our band, and that if they go in there, when they're recognized, that we are somehow recognized. We're the army. You know, really, look, it's why I call the show the KISS room. Everybody has a KISS room in their house with the memorabilia. I don't need to go to a museum to see Gene's boots. We saw him yesterday walking yeah. through the radio station at Sirius. If you're some band that's long since forgotten, hey, maybe you need the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Kiss doesn't need the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We don't need validation. It's crazy. But it was really, it was some of those kind of answers. Paul talked a lot about how his son wears Kiss shirts every that day. Was my yeah. Story where, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul's son Colin goes to school every day in Kiss shirts. And, uh, 
Paul had to tell the school that it wasn't his idea <laughs> to have his son wearing the shirts. That was a great story. That was a great story. And Eric Singer thinks that Colin is like him because he's hyper. He says, he, Eric said, uh, Paul, I got to warn you, your son's like me. You know, or, you better brace yourself. You know, <laughs> so that was some good stuff. And, and the fact that they would devote two hours really to just talking to Kiss. Jose Mangan from Liquid Metal, tremendous interviewer. He did a great job. You could tell it also, it meant something to him. It he did. was a Kiss fan. That he wasn't just, here I am with my questions for Kiss. Oh, hello, Kiss. And this is the star. He was excited. He was great. He was excited. This is Kiss. Yeah, tell. man. Yeah. And yeah. every time he'd say it, now it's radio, but he'd throw his hand up and I'm here with Kiss. And that's the way it should be. Right. And Kirk Hammett was uh, from Metallica was walking around was the, the halls. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. Even Kirk Hammett, hey, he's playing second fiddle of Kiss. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Was any of the Stern guys there? I saw Richard Lisa G, but you figure they don't really, I don't know if they work on Thursdays. We got up there about they 10, do. 30. I think so. I didn't really see anybody else from there. I mean, they probably. I thought Sal would sneak in. You I can't get near <laughs> the studio. You see Howard's door, but yeah. you can't get near it. No. So it's, right. uh, yeah. you know. So anyway, we talked a little bit about that. Like I said, if you go to the photos page on thekissroom.com, I snapped a bunch of them with my cell phone. There's also some video. Not great quality. Again, it's from uh, my phone. You weren't allowed to bring cameras, all that kind of stuff. So they're a little grainy. You'll also notice now I, because I was a guest, I'm on the other side of the glass. So you're seeing a lot of glare. And I'm trying to angle my camera at the exact right way so that I don't have glare on their faces. Check out the pictures if you want. It's pretty fun. Kissroom. Thekissroom.com. So now... It literally was a fishbowl, too. It's the fishbowl. It's <laughs> glass on all sides. Amazing. And a really amazing studio. Just fun to see it. And, uh, we're, you know, again, thanks for taking me with you. Hey, it was fun. My pleasure. We did get a photo with the band. It's one of those things where if you've ever uh, gone to those kind of meet and greets... Very quick, they line you up and they say, okay, we're going to do this quick. And it was before they went live. So, I mean, they have yeah. a time frame. Yeah. And they line you up and they shoot you through the, okay, you're next. But you know what? Got a fist bump from Gene. Eric Car Eric, Eric, Car Eric Singer turned and hit me three <laughs> times. Boom, 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 right in the shoulder. Paul gave me a high five and that cool look of, hey, that's right, I am Paul Stanley, and I am the coolest guy in the room, and now you're here with me, look. <laughs> this is awesome! <laughs> this is awesome, that's, you know, and then, you know, and then Tommy Thayer shook my hand, and anytime really, and look, I'm going to say this, I'm an old guy, but you remember, especially looking at Gene and Paul, when you're that close to him in the makeup, guys, I've worshipped you all my life, mm -hmm. and it flashes everything through your mind. These are the guys. Now, obviously, I know there's people out there that are going, well, it's not all the guys. Two of the guys right. are the right. Yeah, okay, yeah, we've yeah, heard yeah. that story. We celebrate all eras here in the Kiss That's Room. Right. We love it. But the uh, but still, the, seeing that, that up close in the costumes. The handshakes, the, the intimate conversation while they were doing the songs live. You just can't. Money can't buy that. You We're going to talk a little that. bit about your conversation with Paul as we go through the album because I want you to address that okay. when we talk about that song. Coming up, what Frank uh, asked Paul during that question. So really... I think we need to start the roundtable. I know everybody's into monster now. Here's where it's it's three thirty nine here in the East Coast. Here's what I want you to do. If you don't already have a copy of Monster, we'll wait. <laughs> Go out and get one. Okay, ready? Quick. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Go. Go. <laughs> okay, we're back. That was quick. 
The uh, What I want to do, pretty much let's start off with, let's go around and I want everybody just to tell me real quick, what's your favorite song? And here's why, because I want you listeners at home to get some idea what our feelings are, and that way you can go, well, Porter, he don't like this song, he likes that song, so I'm, I'm going to listen to Frank or Chris only, but... But anyway, this will give you some kind of playing field. Now, I'm going to start right out. Back to the Stone Age. I love that. And now we'll go right around. How about Cassius? What's your favorite song? Eat Your Heart Out. Eat Your Heart Out. Ken, favorite song? Take Me Down Below. That and Freak needs to be played on the next tour. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Frank, both Freak. great audience participation songs. Freak is mine. And I agree with you, Ken, 100%. Needs to be played on the next tour. Freak. Chris. I like them all. They all grew on me, but I'm going to have to say Freak and The Devil Is Me. I, but if I had to pick one, I'll say Freak. So yeah. clearly Freak is a winner. Now, what we'll do is we'll go through. Now, we led off right at the start of our discussion when we came in live. Of course, we heard Hell or Hallelujah. And we got a preview of that way back in June, July when they put that out on the iTunes. Everybody was familiar with it. They played it live. Sounds great. I think, you know, at first people were like, oh, you know, hey, I love that song. I think it's fantastic. And I think that's another one. It's got all those great, you know, let me hear you. It's getting you into it. For an opener of the album, I think it's super strong. Let's go around. And what we'll do is we'll go right around. We'll start with Frank. What do you think? Hell or Hallelujah? About Hell or Hallelujah? Yeah. Oh, it, it, it's a great song to kick off an album. It's kind of like uh, Creatures of the Night from Creatures of the Night. I mean, every, every album has a strong opening track and i think how or hallelujah is that track and i don't think no other song could open that album like how hallelujah chris from kisteria all right here's uh here's the honest opinion my honest opinion is that hell or hallelujah is a great song but when i first heard it not knowing the rest of the album i was a little leery that maybe it's not an opening song it might not be as strong as it could be, maybe they could release another song, but it does rock and it has a lot of similarities to I Stole Your Love in the way the mm. intro is. There's a lot of, uh, the formula of the song is kind of based on I Stole Your Love if you listen closely. So it, it's a good song. It's a good message. Uh, you know, it's a powerful song. You know, what he's talking about, you know, we can all speculate. Right. That is I agree that's with, so the, we'll, with the fine gentleman from Kisteria, and, and I also understand his feelings that when you first heard that track, it's 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 almost like where's the rest of the album? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cassius. Because it, it, it's kind of like you 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 know I, Kiss has never really been a singles band. Would would everybody yeah. agree with that? Yeah. True. Correct. So it's like when you first heard Howler Hallelujah, it's like, this is great, but where's the rest but of like it? But like when you know? Unholy came out. <laughs> and, and, when and Unholy came out from fans, Revenge. We want it all now, you know. So, but, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool. When Unholy came out for Revenge, though, that was such a, a statement that it was like everybody was just like, oh, we cannot wait to hear the rest of the album because it was so strong. And Howler Hallelujah kind of was at first kind of lukewarm, but then once you get familiar with it, then you realize it, it kind of kicks. Cassius, what do you think? We lose Cassius. Are you there? He's blown away. Yeah, I'm what, here. What do you think? Hell or hallelujah, Cassius? I love the track, and I'm glad that they followed the tradition of um, putting the, the first single and the strongest opening song um, as the first track. You know, they did it with Modern Day Delilah. I think it's great. Um, really good live. And uh, what Chris said about um, it being very similar to I Saw Your Love is right because I mm -hmm. tried to play I Saw Your Love on the drums and then I played Hello Hallelujah. The only difference is one bass hit. So, yeah, right. you're right about that. Yeah. I love the song. Okay, now here's the other thing. Now that we're starting into the album, 
If you're out there listening and you want to call in, here's the hotline number. Ready? 215-619-7366. That's our Monco Radio hotline. If you're out there listening and you want to call in, that'd be fantastic. We're going to keep going until the phone rings. But, hey, we're all about you and we're all about KISS. So then we move on to the second song, Wall of Sound. Anybody feel super strong about Wall of Sound? I love it. I love it. I like it. (laughs) So you love it. Oh, start, yeah. start with that, then you cash it. If you love it, go with, go with that. Very similar to The Devil Is Me, in my opinion, but really, really strong track. Um, great second song, actually. I always associate Kiss songs uh, with the number that they have. Like, I, I associate Got to Choose with the number three because I heard it on a live before I heard it on Harder Than Hell. You know, things like that. I I real I just really love the track. I think Gene's vocals are awesome, and I uh, I kind of butchered it in this eight track, um, sorry, I mean eight bit version I made, but the original is fantastic. I can't get over how heavy this song is, or actually the whole album for the most part. Yet it, they also seem to uh, throw back parts like from the Beatles and and Motown, you know, like for mm-hmm. and 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 we will get to a track later that that kind of features that. But it, it's just a great, the whole album is just a great encompassing of, of all hard rock music up till now. I, like, I, I hear a lot of Zep occasionally. Uh, Wall of Sound yeah. is a great, um, for a first Gene song that you hear on the album, it's, it's a great, you know, first track to hear. Um, however, if you read in the uh, booklet that I know uh, people mm-hmm. got at Walmart, um, if, if you read in the booklet and when you listen, you can especially hear it, there's... There's uh, parts that are, uh, sound familiar to other songs. Like, there's actually that one riff that sounds a lot like Helter Skelter in it. And oh yeah, and in my opinion, yeah. the uh, the main riff sounds a lot like uh, Love in the Elevator from Aerosmith. But you know, <laughs> if uh, but you know, if you can put that out of your head and just enjoy it for what it is, it's a great song. I mean, the riffs are great. So if they're going to have a familiar sound, at least the the songs are great. I well, definitely picked up on the Helter Skelter thing yeah. as well. And really, the more songs you know, everything yeah. sounds oh, yeah. like something. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, we've all kind of been through the, well, Cassius, you're 13, so you weren't through the 70s, but you're going back and learning all the good stuff. But we know there's only like eight we notes. Only know, yeah, there's only eight notes. And if you put them like this and yeah. that and the other, and, and yeah, I could hear that similarity. Now, I actually thought this was not my favorite Gene song on the album. Certainly a good song, but I think there's better Gene songs right. on the album. Yeah. What do you think, Frank? I agree. I love this song, but I don't think it's a strong Gene song. As opposed to like back to the Stone Age, right? Well, both of them are kind of like tributes to getting back to the rock that made you, if that makes any sense. Hmm? Absolutely, yeah. And really, moving Um, from that, track number three is everybody's favorite. I think it sounds like going around the when we went around the first time. Freak definitely one of the favorites. We're going to talk about Freak, but why don't we listen to Freak? Here's track three from Monster. This is Freak on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Meet. Awesome.
Well, we're not going to answer. Wow. There we go. Okay. Now, that clearly, you can tell listening to that why that's in the room here. That's why that's a favorite. That is a great song. I think everybody in their life can identify with people looking at you funny. Now, the funny thing is when you're 60 year old and a million dollar rock star like Paul Stanley, people can look and say whatever they want. He's going to say, hey, look, man, I was right. You know, even when you're 44 years old, you remember when people said, now, the good thing is, I always say, if you have streaks in your hair, I'm glad I still have my hair. You know, here yeah. I'm a lot. I was at that thing yesterday. I'm thinking, man, <laughs> I'll good. tell you, we're old. Like, you know, the, uh, you know, like this wig that I wear, it's like, it's more like I have a wig for a hair, you know, <laughs> you know, but I think everybody can think of that. Chris, you wanted to say something. Well, I just wanted to share my favorite line of that song. And my favorite line of that song is, uh, they call me crazy, but doesn't phase me. I'm doing fine. And they're doing time. That's like my favorite line of that song. I I can I've been singing it like crazy all day long. Plus, we know why Chris is the lead singer of Kisteria. That's I think that was pretty fantastic. Thank you. All right, if you if you get a, if you get a chance, you got to follow Chris. If you see him playing somewhere. You heard that. That's the real deal. That's no, we're not sampling that in with all kind of auto tune. That's the real I deal. I got to sing for Paul. We got to get uh, him to do a bumper. Yeah, that's well. You know what? That'll be good. We'll have to. You know, we'll have to. We'll record that later. Awesome. Don't go away. But the uh, now, freak. Obviously, we're talking about that. Now we want. We want to go to the online four. We have Kyle calling in. Kyle, you want Hello, to talk Kyle. about freak or you want to talk about monster? Kyle, are you there? <laughs> the phone lines are blowing up. We want to make sure. Kyle, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Kyle, what do you want to talk about? Freak or monster or just kiss in general? I want to talk Kyle, about Monster. Kyle, live, are you? I, I love Freak, but Take Me Down Below is totally my favorite. I'm missing favorite. you over here, Kyle. See, that, that's fantastic. Now, we're, we're going to go into that, so when we go to Take Me Down Below, we'll think of you. What do you think of the album as a whole? Uh, to, to be honest, it's it's their, I think it's their best album they have done in years. Let me fantastic. tell you, years. So you're giving a big thumbs up. Um, thumbs up, is, two toes up, definitely. Cassius, what do you think of Freak? We went around. You said that was a favorite. Yeah, Freak is very heavy, very edgy. Well, if if if, if he won't comment it, I definitely will. <laughs> Kiss. Here's an idea. Make this a video. Make this a single. Make this a song that you do live with a lot of audience participation, and do yeah. the video where you get people like Lady Gaga, mm -hmm. uh, any newscaster, anybody from Fox, or anybody at all. Yeah. It doesn't matter who, just to say I'm a freak and throw the horns up. Get your fans to do it. Get people in makeup, people mm -hmm. out of makeup. Get Kid Rock, get Kurt Hammett, get everybody. Oh, this you song can. can put it over. Get them to do this video. And, you know, really, I think that's, you know, they even mentioned in the town Cassius, hall Cassius, you were right. Yeah, Wait a second, did. Matt. Cassius has a great idea. Go. Oh, I just said they should, uh, they should do a video and make it a no-hate campaign thing. Kind of like we're all freaks, we're all different, and Absolutely. that's what binds us Ooh. together. Lady Gaga freaks. was going to be cool. on the record. Um, there was a negotiation that Lady Gaga, who does the big uh, anti-bullying campaign, she was going to actually sing with Paul and and uh, uh, Gaga, Paul and Jean was an idea that they were all going to sing together, but for some reason it didn't come together. But it's you know that song works for people like Kiss, Gaga, and all freaks. You know? It's exactly. Cash is exactly Lady Gaga right, was busy doing laundry. I don't know if you know, but day. this month is actually Anti-Bully Awareness Month, and and this song could actually help a lot of people who are um, in trouble from being bullied or something. Yeah. I think it does. It really speaks to, I think, in a lot of ways, the, a younger group. Now, I always say it, but look, I'm 44. I don't care what anybody thinks. They can say, look at that guy. He's doing whatever. 
But when you're younger and it matters that you have streaks in your hair and somebody says, oh, look at the streaks in your hair. You know what? That's a fantastic idea that it really, I hope it really speaks to the people that are really, if they're feeling different, that want that idea that, hey, you know what? We're all in this together, right. you know? And, Absolutely. And I am yeah. a freak. You're a that's freak. True. And we're all Kiss Army We can freaks. all relate to that song, yeah. you know? Everybody in their life has had something. I think that's why this song rings so true with so many people is everybody has felt that at some point. And to plus, have this plus kind plus of rally cry. It's got a great yeah. back and forth thing with it. Great it's, it's a song really good to track. boot. It, so for a song to have that kind of great message and be such a kick butt Kiss tune, fantastic. Yeah. Play I, it live. I think yeah, that, that was... I agree, Ken. We were, we, they should, absolutely. That was one of the questions I was going to say, is which of these songs on the album really speaks to the must-add to the set list? This is one of them. Yeah. They're yeah, crazy if they, they don't we take were, advantage like, of the song. Them what to were you going to say, When we were Cassius? at the Letterman show. Okay, did we just lose the phone? You guys were saying okay. that songs sound like others. I, I find that this song... And uh, you guys call me crazy. It doesn't phase okay, me. Okay, crazy. I find that, uh, <laughs> yeah. sounds like, You're um, crazy. Everybody's crazy, no matter what. Like... <laughs> so Freak, it's, definitely it's, a hit. Oh, it, it of course. Like, it what? should definitely be in the charts. Ken, what did you say? Have we lost Cassius? Did we lose him? Somebody dropped. Yes, we did. Oh, it's, oh. it's all right. We'll grab him He was him trying again. to bring up a point, Cassius, he had and a I great think he dropped point. out. Now, uh, Oh, there, oh, there he is. Cassius. Cassius. Nah, that's, there he is. that's Kyle. 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 But Cassius is gone. See, now, now it's funny because I think, and especially like when you talk to these younger people, like Cassius is a good example. 13, 14-year-old wow. age group, they're the ones that I think of. The next generation. That's the next generation. Yeah. If they can move forward the message that, hey, man, yeah. stick together. I don't care what anybody thinks. You can point and say whatever you like. I like me. Yeah, I like my I mean, streaks in my hair. Un unfortunately, yeah, I do right. get picked on about. for wearing like a kiss shirt every it's, day, it, but hey, it's who I am. People like, picking you for wearing a now, kiss shirt? Yes, you're back. Yeah, okay. but uh, they're making like, fun of me for wearing a kiss shirt. Like, um, wearing I, that, well, why don't you wear something help. else? Oh, it's crazy. Oh. Now, didn't you hear yesterday, Kyle, did you hear yesterday when Paul Stanley said his son wears a kiss shirt to school every day? Yeah. See, that's, you know, you can say, look, hey, Paul's kid wears a kiss shirt every day. He tries to wear three wear. <laughs> three or four kiss shirts a, a day. day. Yeah. And Paul says, no, you can only wear one a day, son. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably trying great. to promote the band or something. Well, that's what he said. Hey, look, I don't make him wear yeah, it. Yeah, so, Paul's uh, like, that's his choice. Yeah. Well, Kyle, you wear your shirt loud and proud. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in, Kyle. Let's go yeah, no back. Problem. Let's go back up to see you, um, see you soon. Let's go back up to Cassius and Ken. Cassius and Ken, what do you guys? You think so? Freak, big thumbs up. Cassius has that great idea. That should be the video. It could be anti-bullying. I think they need to contact you and figure get everything figured out. What do you think? Yes, First, definitely. There you go. So, Gene, what do you think? Well, actually, I love the the album Monster, and and I think everybody should go back to the Stone Age, go back to Walmart, go back to Best Buy, go back to the iTunes, use your internet typewriters, and download this legally. Of course, You've got to get paid and send me money. Celebrity voice impersonator Ken Mills, and, I, and it's funny. Usually, when we do these, like we do, uh, I don't know if it's, this is if, not Gene Simmons. If we're spoiling the the, the mystique, when we do like podcasts. We, we record a lot more and a lot of the time we have all this extra stuff going on 
That's so funny. And, and when he starts doing the Gene voice, I can't help it, but it cracks me up. It's so great. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I love that, Ken. But can Gene do Ken? Ken? Okay. Yeah, exactly. You know, we Ken got another Gene. call, and we're going to take this right up to 4 o'clock. But who do we have on line 6? Let's just bring them in live. Who do we got on the line? We got people calling. Our phone line's blowing up. We have only so many lines. So if you end up getting a busy signal, I know you all want to call in and talk. But, and of course, we're talking over each other half the time. But let's go to the phone. And who do we have on the line? Bill Starkey. Are you kidding me? Hey. Hey, why not? Wow. The, uh, the creator of the Kiss Army? Wow. Kiss Army. It's the That's... Kiss Army in the house. <laughs> hey, why not? You know, if you guys are going to do something, I thought, hey, what am I doing on the Friday afternoon? Give him a call. See what's going on. Well, That's awesome. We salute you. I, I'm wow. actually pretty I moved right this second. Wow. So anybody, hey, anybody who lives under a rock that doesn't know who's on the phone, Bill, tell them. Tell them who you are. Well, <laughs> I am the guy from Terre Haute, Indiana, that uh, couldn't get Kiss on my radio station. So we came up with this thing called the Kiss Army that people are still getting mileage out of 30-some <laughs> years later. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll tell you what. Bill, hold on the line. Everybody hold. we got to do a station break for the top of the hour. It's going to be 4 o'clock. We have to identify the fact that we have track number one on that disc. The one I gave you, and we're going to go to that. We're going to identify that it's 4 o'clock. You'll listen to Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Everybody hold steady. We're going to be back in the Kiss Room I have to introduce me to your friends. Oh, forgive me. This is Ace, this is Gene, this hey, is Matthew. Peter, and this is Paul. Oh, I love a good religious group. <laughs> I can take one look at you four, and I can tell you how you got your name and how you got your act. You had a fight, and your mother's told you to kiss and make up. <laughs> <laughs> and your makeup is something else. How long does it take you to put it on? We don't wear makeup. Why don't you push the down button on your elevator shoes? All right, it is four o'clock. We're in the second hour here in the Kiss Room. On the phone, we, we started right before the break. Bill Starkey on the phone with us in the Kiss Room. Bill, how are you? I am doing fine. How are you all doing? Fantastic. Yeah. Now, can we love Ken, you, Bill. Ken Thank and you. Cassius, you can hear him on the phone? No, we can't hear Okay, him. so we're going to wing it. There. But we love you, Bill. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, of course, the creator of the Kiss Army, what do you think of Monster? You know, I'm still getting used to it, but I think it's pretty good. Now, when we, um, went, we went into the break and we were talking about Freak, you were one of the original Freaks wearing that Kiss shirt, <laughs> demanding Kiss, and all these years later, did you think you'd still be listening to Kiss in the and, and, you know. It's funny that you should say that because that's my favorite song on the CD so far. I could identify with that song. You could take those old pictures of us in the hallways at Terre Haute, North Vigo, and it would, that song was written for us. I'm almost thinking that should be the Kiss Army anthem. 
because I can't see Paul or Gene being freaks. It's us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that's and when Kyle was on earlier and he said, oh, people point at me and they say, oh, why do you wear a Kiss shirt every day? You hit it right on the head. And you guys were doing it back when you were making the shirts yourselves because you believed in it that much. And all these years later, everybody still believes in it. And it's just fantastic. Now, I have oh. a question for you that I always wanted to ask you. The Kiss Army logo that we see on the slip cover of, like, on Destroyer, did you guys draw the original versions of that? Did they draw it? Who came up with that original shield kind of design? Um, we did not, but we were asked by Coin Management to come up with one, and I strictly put it in the hands of Jay Evans because Jay, you know, my co-founder, was also a very creative guy, and, and I pretty much put it in Jay's lap, and... He came up with the banner that you see um, the kids holding at the radio station, and that's as best as we could do, and then they modified it after that. I don't know the gentleman's name that came up with it, but something on Facebook came up, and a guy uh, actually came up with the, the actual article from about the individual, and there really is a person that, that did it and can claim that they designed it. And... Um, it was on Facebook, and I and, it, and the guy took it from another Kiss site. I don't know if it was from Kiss Asylum or somewhere, but but it's it's out there. And, and I get that question a lot, and they always ask me who who uh, designed it or if we designed it. And I'd like to take credit for it, but but I can't. But what you see on some of the pictures of Jay holding the banner, and to this day, I'm proud to say Jay still owns the banner. Um, that was that was as best as we could come up with because you got to remember we were working with. A coin management in a three-week span getting ready for Kiss's arrival. We had no idea what was going on. We were just having a lot of fun. Cause, I mean, let's face it, I didn't have a job, so what am I going to do? You know? <laughs> so Jay still has the banner. Now, yeah. I've got to say, now, clearly Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is still a touchy subject, mm. but is there any other item how that you can think of that would be something that should have to be? Would you guys want to see that preserved forever in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something like that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think Jay would, but you know that's you know when Kiss gave me the plaque, um, they didn't hand anything over to Jay, which is fine because at that time I think they just you know they were going through me and Jay. What which was cool and I've still got the pictures to prove it. Um, the day Kiss, the night Kiss gave me the plaque, they took Jay's. Um, banner and or flag as you would call it and they all autographed it and uh, hung it up over by peter's drum kit and played like one or two numbers with it we've got a wow. picture of it well matter of fact warring abbott took the picture and um jay still laughs because uh, they got some makeup smear on the um some stein's clown white on the on the flag yeah one time jay joked about selling it to put his kids through florida state <laughs> or florida but fortunately you know he he got you know he became somewhat reasonable and and he still owns it, and, and now he's doing something really wild. He's 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 made an electric car, and he got on on the Fox News in Florida down there, and I'm laughing. At him saying, you know, he's got the Kiss Army, and now he's making electric cars. So, I mean, who knows? But that's the kind of guy I was dealing with. Jay was a pretty cool guy, and pretty creative, and he still has the banner. You know, and if you think of if they put that flag and the one that the two guys are holding on the back of Kiss right, Alive, the banner right? of Kiss Alive, things yeah. that were, yeah, and again, cool. it goes back to that idea that it all started, and I say this all the time, you guys had created the biggest volunteer army. You know, then it became the fan club and you could spend your money and this and that and the other. But it was, everybody decided this was our thing, drawing it, painting. 
we still, I mean, we salute everything you guys did because that was really where it all started. And, and, you know, yeah. we, we were just lucky guys because we, we didn't really intend for anything like this to happen. I mean, <laughs> it was just, just having a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it was, it was tough going down the hallways in high school and people saying, you know, you know, if kids are so great, why aren't they on the radio? And we couldn't answer that, you know, because we just felt that they were being just, you know, deliberately ignored. And, and um, you know, we just thought it was an injustice. We had no idea it would, would become an international thing or anything like that. I mean, Jay would probably agree with me. Well, you know, the good thing, we don't have to have anybody surrounding here at Monaco Radio because we play KISS. That's why I'm here once a month. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. we can always surround the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, you know, <laughs> part, part of it's on the lake, so I don't know if that'd be... <laughs> well, that's where the, the Kiss Navy and Aquabatic team has... has right. Hey, <laughs> and that's, that's made me proud, too, because, you know... Soon with the KISS cruise, the KISS Army turns into the KISS Navy. I can't wait to see where will we be when we have the KISS Air Force. We'll be on the moon. KISS Marines. I'm not skydiving, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I don't like to fly either, so. Chris, you want to say something? I, uh, you know, I heard the stories of how it all happened with the radio station. So, like, I guess the KISS Army name, was that, like, right off the top of your head on the phone? Is that when basically it was created, or was it actually created KISS Army when the Army showed up, you know, at, no, at no, the station? No, no, not at all. Um, we, we were, both Jay and I were in, uh, we did all of our our um, terrorism in, in my basement, yeah. and, and that's just where we met, and it was after school. And, and um, you could always call the request lines and request music during certain hours, and that was their little way of doing introductions to, to new songs, and you know, we were rebuffed in the beginning, and we were decided that we were going to write um, letters and, and do some sort of protest, you know, just to, be, just to be screwing with them. And then Jay was into this military thing about, you know, um, everything was like with bombs and all that kind of stuff, and mm -hmm. he would laugh about certain things. And that's why he called himself the Field, Field Marshal Evans. And um, so between the two of us, I don't know if he came up with the Army or I did, and we put it together and decided to call ourselves the KISS Army. But it worked, and it was done in my basement. And and I'll admit, it, Jay had some influence there because of the army influence, because he he was into like the the bombing stuff and the and the you know to him the, the, the it was a it was a funny thing. And thank God neither one of us was ever drafted or anything. We probably <laughs> right. wouldn't have thought it was funny to be, anyway. But yeah, it was it was the Kiss Army from the get go. And eventually, when Kiss sold out Home and Center, they were the only act other than Elvis Presley, to do that. And Holman Center was only, it was newly constructed, it was two years old. And we'd had everybody from Aerosmith, Chicago, all these bands that were getting airplay, but none of them could sell out. When Kiss sold out, a coin management asked the promoters, well, what did you do differently that you didn't do for the other acts? And the only thing they could come up with, and they said these idiot kids were calling themselves the Kiss Army wow. and had been requesting Kiss for, like, months. Well, immediately a coin's people, you know, perked up and says, well, we want to meet these people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and can you imagine how I felt the day we went to the radio station and the, the people at the radio station were, of course, they were on our side now and they were just ecstatic. And he says, guess what? KISS wants to meet you. They want to make the KISS Army a national thing and run it out of Terre Haute, Indiana. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. You know, <laughs> wow. this is, wow. I didn't want to meet KISS. I mean, I, I, I like KISS, but I didn't know what to think of Because back then there was this mystique. This scariness, this, you know, you didn't know what these guys were. You know, Gene didn't do anything on stage but growl. <laughs> I mean, we didn't know what Kiss was like. 
You know, it's funny. We were talking about, uh, you know, they did Good Morning America this week. And, and everybody says, oh, wow, what's, what are they doing on Good Morning America? But then we were talking about really Kiss's second ever TV appearance is Mike Douglas Mike show yeah. right yeah. here in mm-hmm. Philly. Absolutely. So close to our roots here. But when it came down to it, it's an audience full of housewives. Right. And that yeah. airs in the afternoon. Here's Gene, I'm evil incarnate. Do the voice, Ken. <laughs> Who, me? There you go. Yes, so, Gene Simmons, evil incarnate. You're, you're a powerful and handsome man. Yeah. So, I mean, really, when, you know, he's coming out and he's, oh, look at all these cheeks and eggs. And, and yet it's the similar kind of all thing. It's funny. Cheeks. <laughs> well, like the Good Morning America thing, what, you know, the, what it accomplishes there is like for all these people that are out of it, the, the ones that do live under a rock and, and like all of a sudden they put the TV on and they're saying, Kiss, I thought these guys were like long gone. They're still around. It's like, it, it's for those people that don't know, you know, that, oh yeah. my God, they're still here. They're still rocking, you know? Yeah, we live well, in an age. Well, not only I that, did. you think about it back in the day, you used to get your uh, rock and roll magazines, and how many people are buying rock and roll magazines every month? Come on, oh, let's yeah. be honest. Oh, yeah. Nobody. Right. And Kiss Nobody. is not going to get a, a, uh, uh, an advertisement in Time or Newsweek. You know what I'm saying? No, nice. no. So we have Bill Starkey going back in time with us. We're going to go to track number four. See how I segued that right into Back to the Stone Age. Let's take a listen. This is another one that everybody likes. Let's hear track four off Monster, Back to the Stone Age. Yeah. Dead of night. 
kid. What's that? And we're back, back to the Stone Age and back here in the Kiss Room. The uh, I'm going to say right off the bat, now this is my favorite song on the album. And I think for a lot of reasons. I think in some ways I like the idea of going back to something simple. I think of Gene writing this saying he's going to go from cave to cave, finding a wife for the hour. You know, he's been through a lot of these last, you know, with a club. And now, <laughs> see, now he's married. Yeah, wouldn't you like to just grab him by the hair? Go to, okay. Now that he's married, he's probably like, I want to drag Shannon by the hair. <laughs> right. And, and that line where he says, because I'm the king. In my mind, he's the top of the mountain. And, and life is good. It's simple. There's... Yeah. You know, life is just the way you want it. Now, hopefully you don't get eaten by a dinosaur, but hey, depending on how well you know your history, that's not even possible. So I'm going to go right around. Let's say, what do you think of the song, Chris? I love it. I think, uh, you know, if the if the Flintstones were a rock band, that's what it would sound like, you know? <laughs> it, it, it's perfect. I mean, it's so basic and, and prehistoric sounding, and it goes back to, like, 60s rock, you know, when it first was coming out, and the MC5 and all that type of sound where it's just a driving beat and very simple, and I love it. It's great. Cassius. Uh, I think that Gene gets a lot of flack for not being present um, in the 80s, and this is his way. Um, this and Sonic Boom is his way for definitely making up um, for that. Gene has so many st- strong songs on this album. I would say that every song Gene has on Monster is a very strong track. I absolutely love this song. Love it. Ken. Oh, yeah. Abba dabba do. Oh, yeah. Abba oh, yeah. dabba do. <laughs> and, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying about uh, getting back to the rock that, that made you. Uh, you know, it sure it talks about the the uh, the you know before the dawn of time and all that crap, but it's really just about just going back to great rock and roll. That's what this song is about to me. Yeah, I think that idea of going back anywhere, back to just simpler times, back to the yep. '70s. Like we yeah. just talked with Bill, it's going to go back to the '70s, back to like a time when when you felt you were in control. You can hear this song. He is saying, I just, I need to be in control of everything again. At some point, that's, I think, what resonated in me is, you know, you just want to simplify things. The air is clear. The wind is strong. Oh, man, does that sound good or what? It's simple, and it just wants awesome. to crack, crack your ribs in half. I and love that, that and track. And that bass line, that's, I was going to say, one of the things about the whole album, the bass has that growl. It's a, it's a very, it's a tough-sounding bass. And and this song, the way it starts off, incredible. I also think it's a cure for uh, erectile dysfunction. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you you hit on something good there, Ken. We're going to all eat raw meat, and uh, (laughs) that's later in the album. So it's. uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Bill, what do you think? We still have you there, Bill? Oh, we must have lost him. Okay, now look, that was a treat. If having Bill Starkey call into the show, that's wow, a treat. That was... Now, we're going to try and get in touch with him for next month. We'll be back in November, about the middle of November. I'll post the date on thekissroom.com. You never know what you're going to get on live radio. I mean, if I had arranged that, that couldn't have been cooler. That was couldn't unbelievable. Couldn't have worked out any better. And especially I mean... with something like with the new release of Monster and really them kind of fi- trying to find some roots. And that's the roots right there. Man, I'm telling you, I'm thrilled. I'm, You know, i got to say real quick. When we started this show, the idea that people could really listen all across the planet, 
we got people like I got Anthony E and they're listening in Australia or like, you know, Tatiana hey, tunes us in, in, in Rio de Janeiro. Well, I'll never go to Rio I know de Janeiro. Ian. He's a friend of mine. Hi, Ian. <laughs> you know, Ian's so great. He supports it. I got one the other, the other day. This was the coolest message was, you know, I was um, in the hospital with my son and, and I'm listening to all your podcasts. And of course we have all the people. We have Ken from the podcast. We have Cassius from creatures of the net. The fact that people are taking these kind of podcasts, downloading and putting them in their life, you know, you're sitting there with your son or whatever in the hospital, but you know, we're somehow helping you get through it. I'm thrilled by my wow. little spec, That's what we're here you know, for. on the map That's here. Great. And I think, and, and I guess it really ties back to the fact that this music that ties us all together, brings everybody together, the grooves on this album, it's there, you know, it really is. So we hail that. I'm telling you, that was a real thrill having Bill Stark. We'll have him next month. We're going to move through now to Shout Mercy. Anybody got a real strong feeling about Shout Mercy? I love it. I Mercy! <laughs> I, I love that yeah. song, too. <laughs> and, um, you know, it makes me want to shout Mercy. I know yeah. that. You know, uh, again, there's, you know, there's some familiar sounds. Uh, you could yep. definitely hear some Humble Pie, um, which is a, a big influence of Kiss. You know, so um, I think Paul and Eric especially oh, yeah, probably yeah. got that humble pie vibe and, you know, brought it to uh, today's time, you know, and there you go. Shout mercy. Now, again, we're talking with Chris Giordano from Kisteria. He's already got the new songs down. You hear that vocal? I'm, I'm working you. them in, man. I got to figure out how to work these in, you know. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, Ken, what do you think? Well, I agree with Chris. You know, there's a lot of uh, their influences showing again. And I love the Motown kind of Beatle clap thing, you know, and the woo-woo. Yeah, that's like, that's, like a Stones, that's like a Stones thing, too. The woo-woo. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and I would love to hear the Smithereens cover this. Mm. Mm, interesting. interesting, right? Yeah. yeah. They Frank, would kill it. what do you think? You know what? This whole album is just wrapped up in everything that they grew up on. Amen, Frank. You know, you, you hear so many elements of what they grew up on and just thrown into this mix. It's it just uh, awesome records. It's one of the best records I've heard from Kiss since Absolutely. probably Revenge. And yeah. I think somebody else mentioned that at the top of the show, and I just agree. I, uh, it's just awesome. And you know what I really love about this song? This is a return to the songs. This is all about the innuendo, and it's all about the fact that they love sex. You know what I mean? You're going to hang out. Who you're going to put out. You're going to get out. You know, Paul, oh, yeah. clearly Paul's singing about a bed buddy. I don't need the headache. I don't need anybody to worry about. I'm just looking for some. And you know what? That's It's rock and roll, as simple as it gets. Getting it on to the break it down. What's the one? Is, is that uh, the song where you're talking about um, all I need is lying next to me? Exactly. It's like right there. It's like, you know, yeah, that's it. it was funny yesterday. You know, we're in that fishbowl there on Sirius. And, and when Paul's not talking, he's clearly looking at everything else. And he's uh -huh. looking up and there's these two very attractive oh, yeah. young gals up on the second floor. And he just points at them with this, like, stand up. Uh -huh. He kind of waves his hand, stand up. Well, of course, they jump up. They're spinning around, blonde hair flying, brown hair flying, dark hair. She had dark black hair. They were very good looking. Wow. And he gives the oh, turn around. He's like, oh, yeah, look at you. You go, hey, you know. Closer, <laughs> closer, closer, closer to the glass. Closer to the glass. So it's always on everybody's mind. And you know why wouldn't it be? So uh, right. so clearly but that's. Hey, hey, hey. Did, did anybody catch the uh, show live from Letterman last yeah. night? Yeah. The live yeah. web broadcast. At, at, at one point, Paul said. Let's go back, and then some woman screamed to my hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Heard that right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You I know, you, you never get too old. 
I was funny how he kept trying to go back to the first album with the set. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's off the first album. Right? Now we're going to go back to the first album. But you know, that's a good point. Now, when they introduced it yesterday, Jose said this is the 38th album. Yeah. But then they keep saying 20th. this is the 20th, 20th. album. 20th, 20th. Album, so I guess. either they have their math wrong. They're, you I know, thought Revenge was. <laughs> you know, it's like, mean, I'm lost. It's like they subtracted... Alive, Alive 2, they've attract, uh, subtracted the solo the album. Solo I don't albums. get that. Right. Yeah, I but guess studio been... album, it's supposed to be 20. Well, but... thank God they didn't add the instant live. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. This oh, is the yeah. 900th yeah. album. From this yeah. is just 129th <laughs> album. Right. But they do say studio album, though, so yeah, it's, it's not like they're, you know. Yeah, I agree in my Canadian. Could I say something about uh, Shout Mercy? Of course. Well, I, yeah, I just wanted to say that for a while this was my favorite track, but then I... You know, I I put on the album. Like shout mercy. <laughs> Go on. Um, for a while, I I had been putting the album on rotation over and over again, and then I you know obviously picked other tracks. But I think this is a really strong song. And by the way, before I continue, just wanted to give a sh quick shout out to Maytar and Ariel. You guys rock. Um, just want to say that. Um, yeah, but shout nice. mercy, great Paul song. The ooh oohs in the back kind of remind me of a better version of tossing and turning. Ah, okay. cool. Yeah. By the way, uh, Cassius, uh, what is the uh, name of Monster in uh, for our bilingual friends up in Canada? The French version of Monster is Le Monstre. There nice. you go. Hey, look at that. Not only are we good looking, French but we're education. <laughs> yeah. You know, really, I think I, I see a, a future show in the Creatures of the Net future. All in French. That was, that sounded good. Le Monstre. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. Sounds important. Hey, Matt. Yes. Matt. Hold on a second. I, I have an 11-year-old kid here. What's your name? Eric. Eric, uh, how long have you been a KISS fan? Ever since I was born. Really? Okay. <laughs> you came out of the uh, womb. Did, your, did, did someone pull you out of your out of the womb from, by your tongue? Yeah. <laughs> no. Tell, tell us what you think of Monster. It's one of the best albums. What, what's yeah. your, what, which is your favorite song? I would have to go with um, probably Back to the Stone. Oh, okay, good one. Uh, we just played that a little right. bit. Sean, uh, here's another kid. How old are you? You're 18, right, Sean? Come here. Come here. Hey, Sean, what do you think of Monster? It rocks! Okay, <laughs> do you have a favorite track? Take me down below. Take me down below. You're such a foul-minded pervert. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was so we heard from them. But, but, okay, okay, we have one more kid. Uh, and please state your name and your age, sir. Chris. All right, and do you have a favorite track on Monster? You just love the whole album. Um, probably back to the Sunday. All right, good one. Give me a high five. <laughs> All right, well there there is a uh, random sampling of some people from Arkansas. So yeah, there you go. We have Ken's live We're studio audience kids, in his yeah. house. Feeling the pulse of the youth. <laughs> You know, it, live from Ken's house. Live from Ken's That's house right. with a studio audience that happens to all be sitting in the room with him. Hey, round of applause, guys. Right. Now, it's a long way down from here to Arkansas. It's a long way <laughs> up from here to Halifax. But uh, <laughs> let's see here. So why don't we go? Let's flip. We're, we're running fast on the time here. It's 430 or 425. Long way down. I think that's going to be the second single off the album. They played yeah, it yesterday at the town yesterday. hall. The 23rd, I heard, is, along. The, is the date. What do you think? Good choice for a second? Yeah. Not, we all like yeah. Freak. Definitely. But this, what do you think? Let's. Who feels certainly very strong about Long Way Down? It's got a good feel. It's got a. It's a good song. It's probably going to work for radio. Yeah. Um, I, you know, again, I, I, I still would go with Freak. Hopefully, Freak will be next. 
But um, I think it's got a real cool vibe to it. Definitely like a 70s uh, old school. I even heard uh, like a, even like a Jeff Beck style um, yeah, from what yeah, I've heard yeah. from guitar players. Uh-huh. You know. Now, it's a long way down, and I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Now, Frank, yes. put this question to oh, Paul. Yeah. Tell I, us what I, he said I, to you. I asked Paul during the break when they were playing that single. And, uh, and uh, you know you know how Paul's like, yeah, and he's going on about, you know, playing guitar, air guitar. I said, Paul, and then Gene nudged him, and I said, Paul, I said, is this song, I said, can, can, can I think that this song maybe is about, like, former members? And he looked at me, and he said, yeah, you could. You could very well do that. <laughs> Ouch. Cause yeah. Because when you think about it, you have to be on top. And now he's clearly yeah, telling it's, somebody, it's, look, I tried to tell you. Yeah. I told you so. In a way, it's the one thing. I love the groove of the song. I don't necessarily like that I told you so kind of vibe. Mm. You know what right. I mean? You but, kind but of the feel drums like, are amazing. Drums yeah, are amazing. Drums it's a great song. It's that one line where he's saying, because, I mean, everybody's hit the bottom at some point. And we all know what the ground feels like. Because right. I'll tell you, you know, everybody's hit it at some and, point. And, 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 like, just pull it away from what it could mean. I mean, we've all been there with someone or hopefully we we're not the ones that's fallen but uh it's the the important thing about this song being released as a single is it's going to let the world know that kiss is a classic rock band Mm -hmm. but the one thing about that though is that let's say kiss like let's say on the monster truth they have one bad show where they just really weren't into it it just opens up all the puns that are going to be said well, but there won't be a bad show yeah, on the Monster well, Tour. It's going to yeah. rock. Yeah. And really, when it comes down to it, I think that's what, what this album is proving. The reviews, even from print media, and, mm. and really have been so surprisingly wow. good. Usually it's, eh, here's another Kiss album. You might remember them from the 70s. But it seems, by and large, that the reviews have been very good. Very positive. You know, and, and that certainly it's not them hitting the ground. It's really, boy, it's the next chapter. When you think about it, you had the first three albums, then you had Kiss Alive. You had the next three albums, you have Alive too. We got Sonic Boom, we got this. They got to do one more great one and then another live album. So it's, uh, you yeah, know, I you hope so. There you go. There yeah. you go. By the way, Gene Simmons said this yesterday. Failure doesn't mean anything to me. The guys that play baseball, everybody strikes out. So what? Sometimes you go out on dates and it doesn't work. So what? The lesson in life is that the word no doesn't mean anything and that failure means even less. But my batting average is pretty damn high. All right, Gene. That was great. Now, really, you know, that was, first of all, that was amazing, Ken. But even when you take that message and you put that with the message from Freak, it's all about that power positive vibe you're going to succeed yeah you're empowered and that's i think it's always been the thing with kiss kiss was never complaining it wasn't we were never the problem it was maybe other people are trying to put you down or whatever it's positive it's powerful it's why i think all these years later we still love it do you want to go to a party you want to go to a funeral you know what i'm saying hey look we're having a good time and we're having a great time here in the kiss room and our next track really one of my favorites eat your heart out and again, it's a yeah. fun song. It's the great innuendo. You know, clearly it's in the in- innuendo or in the fronto or, hey, somewhere on the side. Mm-hmm. But it's, those, it's that kind of song where it's fun. He's having a good time. This is like they're singing this song and they're having a good time. Now, I thought to me this song sounds like something that could have been on Gene's solo album. Yeah, def- definitely. Uh, the solo album, definitely a classic 70s Gene. I think the uh, bridge in this song reminds me of something from Rock and Roll Over, like... Uh, Love them and leave them. It has that kind of a feel to it in the in the bridge, especially. 
Uh, yo, my pleasure. Yo, my pain. That 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 section uh, to me sounds yeah. like could have been right off rock and roll over. Mm. They, they need to bring Katie Segal back to sing the backgrounds <laughs> yeah. on this song. That would yeah. be you know that high kind of female voice. We had Bill back on the line. Did we get you back? Yeah, I I uh, came back. I uh, could hear you guys, but you couldn't hear me. Fant- well, you know what? We have this brand new system. Anybody that's listening here on Monka Radio, it's brand new. We're still working some of the kinks out of it. We're still working some, a lot of the kinks out of Monka Radio, but hey, that's besides the point. The uh, So what do you think of Life that song? Life is better with kinks in it. <laughs> well, you know, because you really got me. So. Yeah, I didn't want you guys to think I was rude or anything. I mean, because I was here to Man, thank God tomorrow. Bill was done with us. He said, see, I'm out of here. He's like, hey, look, I'm a star. No. <laughs> no way. That's right. I created the Kiss Army. Go to hell. No way. This is what's fun about it. <laughs> So what do you think of the track, Bill? Which track are you talking about? Eat, Eat your, your heart, heart out. out. Eat your heart out is it's it's okay. I mean it, it it's again. I look at this perspective the same way I did when I put on Destroyer for the first time. When I put on Destroyer, I was like, I can't believe this is Kiss. And the more you listen to it, you the, the you you know your feelings you felt differently about it. Eat your heart out it wasn't one of the ones that stuck with me. But I want to go back to what I was going to say. What what Cash has said about Gene. I think this is probably one of Gene's strongest albums. Absolutely. Right. And um, you guys were, um, I, was, I was left off after Back to the Stone Age, which is probably the second, second Gene song for me, but I don't want to get ahead of you guys, but The Devil is Me is probably Gene's best. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we'll lead right sure up into that, unless anybody else has something they want to say about Eat Your Heart Out. Now, again, one of my favorite songs, but if anybody... Yeah, if, I got something. Oh, what do you want to go? Go ahead, Cassius. Um, the, what do you guys think about the beginning of this song? I, I think it's so cool, and I think it'd be awesome if there was like there was the Dynasty Sessions. How cool would it so, be if there was the Chris, Monster Sessions? What might oh, that I'd sound that. like? Which one? Eat your heart out. Oh, God. Uh, I'm trying to think. Where, where, See, where, I'm trying where to figure out how to get Chris to start singing on every song. That's pretty great. That's what I was worrying about, yeah. Uh, is he doing his normal range there? Eat your heart out. I want to give it something sweet. <laughs> Coming up on the next one. Out. A hot mess is just the one I need. <laughs> Something like that, right? Give me pleasure like a you big hear Gene girl and Eric a lot. <laughs> yeah, you hear a lot of Eric in there. You hear a lot of Eric and Gene, so it's hard to really pick like what Paul's doing in there, but I would imagine something yeah. like that. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure I heard Paul. Now, Cassius, in the past, you have yeah. sang on your show. Did you want to sing something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, unsuccessfully, Matt. <laughs> so if it we... Feel... Go, Go on. <laughs> Go ahead. It feels right. It feels good. You give me pleasure like a big girl should. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Poetry and deep thoughts from Gene it's, Simmons. It's, it's kind of you know? like a throwback lyrically to spit. And yeah, you know, exactly. And, mm. and really, we all know and love what that's about. So it's, and in fact, that's what brings out the devil in me. Uh, and see that transition, man, I'm uh, on fire. Now, this, this song, I mean, I'm like so excited about this song. I think this is definitely the new God of Thunder. I'm, I would even go so far as to say this could be the new blood song for the, for the Monster Tour. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Gene starts uh, spitting blood for The Devil Is Me. And I could just see him like as he's going up. You know, when he flies up to the top, when they kick into that riff, it's just, and it's, it's like a total headbanging song. It's like, it's like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Kiss is not known for headbanging, but this, this song is like, you could just bang your head to the whole song. And, and Paul wrote it when Paul wrote, uh, God of Thunder. It's, uh, it's Paul's lyrics. 
Um, I think they all had a hand in the music, but Paul wrote the lyrics, you know, and they wanted to have a God of Thunder type song, and I think they definitely got it. I love this song. I, I, I listen to this one, I think, more than, you know, Distant Freak are like my two favorite for sure. Devil's Me is definitely no, no, Gene's strongest weird, this is track. my least favorite track. Really? Wow. Who, yours, yep. Ken? Yeah, this is, yeah, this is my least favorite. I, I agree. That's I think, in a way, I wasn't as taken with this as some of the other Gene songs. I mean, and and I'm really, if he did switch it up where this was the blood song, I kind of need God of Thunder as the blood song as yeah, much as they did unholy. Mm, they, they? They've done unholy in the past, but to me, like when when it's God of Thunder, it's and people can say, oh, but you've seen that so many times. Yeah, but I love it every time. <laughs> this one could have been on um, Carnival of Souls. You know what? You're 100 percent right. This would have been like Carnival mm -hmm. of Souls. I don't know that I'd switch it up for the blood, although it's, it, it certainly sounds like something from that era, you know. It's yeah. and it's a great sounding song. I think it really it fits into that whole vibe. It's certainly the demon character, but um, I can just picture like Gene at the top of the arena, you know, and everybody's got the got the uh, devil sign devil or horn. the I love you sign with the, the head banging, you know. <laughs> we're throwing and, our horns yeah, up as we speak like, in the studio. And roll worshiping Gene is you know during the song. It could be great. I don't know. I see it, yeah, but you cool. know, everybody's got a different opinion. So, Ken, what would Gene Simmons say about this song? <laughs> I'm sorry? What would Gene Simmons say about this song? <laughs> Gene Simmons would say this is the best damn song you'll ever hear. <laughs> <laughs> the devil is me or it's Ken Mills from yeah. the podcast. I, I, the devil is Ken. I mean. <laughs> I, how cool would it be if they switch the lyrics to the devil is Gene? The devil yeah. is Gene. Devil's G. You know, I think you have all the best that ideas. That's a good one. And if we move... Does anybody... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, does anybody else hear the... Uh, I mentioned it earlier, but... The Family I, Jewels thing? Well, that's what my friend mentioned, but also um, I played this for the same friend, and in the beginning he said, oh, Wall of Sound. Does anybody else hear that comparison? Hmm. Wall I of hear Sound a lot to of Wall the of Devil in, in Me, the, the two of them? Yeah. I think you're crazy. I think you're on crack. Really? <laughs> he says sounds like what? These are these are these are two clearly different songs. Paul made sure that oh, we sound? had different lyrics, different chords. Well, I feel they that like different bases. Has, they both have a descending riff oh. to it, which Listen, is Listen, you're you're similar. the you're the guy with the internet typewriter radio show, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you keep doing that. All right. <laughs> I could listen to that all day. I know, it kills me. I'm <laughs> laughing so hard in the studio. I, and really, as we talk about we talk about moving songs in and out of the set, we're up to Out of This World. Now, I'm going to say, I think Out of This World, clearly it's the, and I'm going to say it, it's the ace song on the album. Oh, definitely. And it's Tommy, but it's written in that Spaceman vibe. Right. Now, I will say, though, I have seen some of my Facebook friends, and I think you know who I mean, mm -hmm. who are avid Tommy haters. Oh, yeah. That like oh, the yeah. song, that actually admit they love the song. It's That's very, cool. I mean, clearly it's an Ace song. It's clearly Tom. It would have been great if Ace was singing it. But this is what he should, they should take Shock Me out of the set. He yes, should be doing definitely. it. Yes, That's, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. This is the new, uh, this should be the guitar solo song for the Monster Tour. Um, I, think it's a, I think it's a really good song. I think Tommy Thayer is finally earning respect. He should earn respect after this album, especially, you know, with all the writing credits that he got and uh, a lot of guitar work. And I think this song really represents him. It's, it's a good, it's a great sound. It's got a Mississippi Queen feel with like a little bit into mm -hmm. the void. 
kind of mesh together. And then the ending is great when you can, you know, that whole blast off sound when you know, like, that's the effect they're going for, like, out of this world. And, like, you could hear they, they're going up in the, in the sky towards space. Like, that, like, just that whole vision, like, is kind of, like, cool the way they did that, you know? I concur, Curly. <laughs> See, that's great. That was my tour manager, Frankie Scanlaro. <laughs> Hell of a guy. Hi, Frankie. See you next New Year's Eve. Eve. New Year's Eve. (laughs) Now, see, that's a perfect reference because everybody knows that was their Halloween special. And since we're in October, anybody that knows the Tom Snyder, we could go. That could be its own show. I'm a scared. (laughs) That's great. We should reenact the Tom Snyder (laughs) show. Actually, I'm a plumber. But the, uh, you know, I mean, and so... Any last uh, thoughts I've on got Out a of piece This of World? Pipe you can look uh, at back. Yeah. There you go. I and bet it, you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and, and that would actually transition into what we'll later in, in the show we would say, I have a submarine. <laughs> but it's, right, you know, right. it's a piece of pipe. Can I yeah. mention something real quick? Go ahead. Uh, we're seeing some of the same lyrics that we saw in Sonic Boom. I'll forgive them because, you know, it's it's good to have a new Kiss album. But the, the backbone slip-o-meter went off yeah. because that was a previous <laughs> well, the, And the, I believe... And Sonic wasn't Boom. Midnight Rocket wasn't wasn't there something like that on Sonic Boom? Yeah, but you know what? On Sonic Boom, the the one lyric that kept getting repeated over and over, Gene songs, Paul songs, was everything was a loaded gun. I read, there were so yeah, many loaded yeah, yeah. gun references. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, enough of this. You know, Paul spent too much yeah. time producing and not writing lyrics. Well, <laughs> well, 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 are you guys ready for this? I did not come up with this. A gentleman on KISSFAC whose name eludes me. I'm sorry if I'm if for, for, for forgetting your name, but check this out. The number of yeahs on uh, Monster is, are you ready? Ready. Drum, oh please. 93. Yeah! Wow. 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 There are 11 yeahs in Heller Hallelujah. Yep. Five yeahs in Wallow Sound. 17 <laughs> yeahs in Freak. Four in Back to the Stone Age, six in Shout Mercy, Long Way Down and comes in with four, Eat Your Heart Out, only 14, The Devil is <laughs> Me, six, Out of This World, wow. the, le- the, the least Somebody of them on this album, wow. there's only three, All for the Love of Rock and Roll has six, Yaz, mm. Take Me Down Below, ten, Last Chance, seven, and there's no... Uh, Count for the the bonus track. In yet. the wor- in the words of Paul Stanley, do you have nothing better to do? <laughs> do you have nothing better to do time? <laughs> well, 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 do you have nothing better to do? Maybe well, the guy said the album, very yeah. bored at work. In in the guy's defense, he said he was very bored at work, and he may have missed a few, but he's certain you'll be within one or two. Now, so. does that does that count the uh, the woe yes and shout mercy as in I, in the yes? Oh, I, I don't know. Is that, are those yes counted in the yes? <laughs> well, all right. Well, 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 yes are a separate <laughs> chapter. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. Are we still on Out of This World? Well, if yes. you want to be, sure. Okay. I, I just wanted to mention that, um, that, well, Ken, you were saying how um, The Devil Is Me is your least favorite song mm. on the album. This is mine. Um, I don't this feel one, that. It, this one would, was almost tied for that. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't feel that this reflects Tommy very well, but hey, I'm not going to get into all oh, that. But, you know, I I think it's a catchy song that would work pretty well on the radio, but um, I don't like the whole born to the human race thing. I, I don't know. I think it's, it's okay, though. Right. 
Quit, quit writing for the character and write for the man. Right. Yeah, that's right. exactly. Oh, that, yeah. That yeah, right. Amen. That, that could be, but that could be a Paul and Gene thing, you know, kind of like, oh, we gotta have a spaceman song, Tommy. You know, what are you gonna come up well, with? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But think about it. it's, it's really no different when they do a, a Gene track. Like we've already talked about, the Devil Is Me being the blood song, right. or I'm an animal for the last one. They do this, you know. Okay, this one's got to be either a fun rock or a ballad for mm -hmm. the the cat guy. Uh, the Star Child has to do this kind of song the demon has to do this kind of song and the space guy has to do this kind of song it, yeah. it's all cool. the thing is is that out of this world could have had like maybe three lines taken out and alt slightly altered and you wouldn't even think about space it would just be i'm gonna blow your mind with like this amazing orgasm and that would have been to me that would have been just as cool yeah it doesn't have to be about the whole space thing I, i'm not digging that the only space I'm worried about, anyway, so you know what? We are really rapidly running out of time. We got a couple more songs left here, and of course, we're doing it all for the love of rock and roll and kiss. So let's just go around. Everybody, give a thought. What do you think of this Eric song on the CD? A little bit, a little bit of. Uh... It's a I'll lot be, of Peter Chris. A lot of Peter yeah, Chris. It's all right is in there. And, and Mr. Speed. Mr. Mr. Speed. Speed. Thank you, Ken. Right. Thank you, Gene. I needed and, that. And even they mentioned that on the town actually, hall actually, meeting. Actually, it's, it's mainline meets Mr. Speed meets It's All Right. <laughs> meets hate. Well, you, know, yeah. uh, you know, I feel that It's All Right vibe it's in there. Meat and potatoes yeah. track. Paul, Paul actually <laughs> mentioned that some of the DNA from Mr. Speed, and I thought it's all yeah. about that DNA. It's yeah. spilled somewhere, and it happened to land on this song. So it's, yeah. uh, this, I mean, this song grew on me. I mean, at first, people were telling me before i even heard the record they were like oh the, the eric song is actually really good and you know it reminds me of the 70s and you know it, 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 like it grew on me i like it but to me it's too derivative it's too like paul saying oh, let me go write something like mr speed and that's kind of like what it sounds like you know and he admits it he's like oh yeah this definitely has mr speed in it and uh and, you know eric's a good singer you know but there's also a little kind of too much of a peter chris thing going on you know so you know, I have mixed feelings about the song, but, you know, it's for a 70s feel. It's, eh, it's not bad. I'm glad that the track's on the album because it gives the album a sense of diversity, whereas it would it would almost be too heavy of an album. Kiss is about fun. and I don't care how yeah. hard rock they get or how whatever. I don't care if they start playing bluegrass. They, they got you know, to keep the fun in it. And All for the Love of Rock and Roll is just a fun, stupid yeah. track. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. The one thing that really bothers me is that they they still always say four guys from New York. Well, that's that's clearly not the case. So I like that this song. Um, see, I find that Tommy's song doesn't reflect him, but this song really reflects Eric. He gets to talk about you know growing up and leaving Cleveland for his music. He doesn't care about My the homeboy, money. My homeboy, Cleveland, you know, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just show him a place to play. He wants to go. Uh, I love the track, and I think it's a good reflection of him. And you know the girl he's talking to is single tonight, and she's hot, hot, hotter than hell. So it's it all ties yeah. right. yeah. together. And, and really, let's be honest. As much as it's an Eric song, this is really a Paul song. Right. He could sing oh, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Actually, yeah. you do hear him singing on it quite a lot. So if you don't like this song, but you're a Paul fan, it's still a Paul fan song. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And Bill, what do you think? I think it's like the third or fourth favorite song on there, and I think you guys have hit the nail on the head as far as. You know, Mainline and, and Mr. Speed. Um, you know, you guys have been really doing your homework on it. But but I think they felt they had to have an Eric song, and, and that's that's what they came up with. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, some people think it's the best song on the CD. 
So, but not for me. But you know, everybody's got people their own their own take. People do. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one that people have really singled in on. I think, I mean, obviously it's unique because it does have Eric singing. It is that kind of older swing and kiss vibe, you know, that, that I mean, I'll Absolutely. say it, that was brought in, you know, a lot of Peter Chris vibe, you know, and, and it is, I, I like it. It's a it's good song. It's something that could have come off of Rock and Roll Over. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I would see more off the first album. Hey, Matt. Really? Yeah, first album, sure. I would see yeah. more off the first album. Hey, and Matt. you notice, too, there's a piano on this CD. When was the last Kiss album that had a piano? <laughs> right. You know, that's, that's good stuff. Ken, you were trying to say something? Um, this this uh, isn't, Gene, and I'd like to say that <laughs> Bill Starkey is a powerful and attractive man. I'm a powerless baby. I don't know about attractive. He's a good member of the family. I love you. Yeah, I'm a member of the family. And you know that dysfunctional family. We could do a whole show with Ken doing the Gene. Oh, actually, really? Actually, Bill and I call each other every so often, and we do this on the phone by ourselves without anyone listening. <laughs> oh, I, I love my fans. He's so funny. I mean, it's you. terrible. Uh, I mean, because I, I remember those conversations. <laughs> I called Gene once, and he was sitting on a toilet. But it was really was Ken. Just, you know, it was, t- it was awful. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We don't, we, we're running out of time. I want to take us into Take Me Down Below. I know when we went around at the start of the show, a couple people mentioned this as a favorite song. Who wants Me. to lead off on that? It's okay, so yeah. go ahead. You start us off. I, it's, it's just a great song. This needs to be performed on the cruise, and it also oh, yeah. needs to be played live, and this is a great audience participation song. It's a song about boinking. What is the problem? Let's get it on the stage. I got to agree. It's another one of those that really brings back, you know, that idea of they're just hooking up and, you know, he sees the girl at the party and she's, well, she could be European and sleep on a brass bed. Hey, we all know girls like there that. There you go. But, you know, it really ties together. I thought that vibe perfect. I agree. Agreed. You know what? I hate to even skip through real quick, but let's, Cassius, do you have anything you want to say about that one? My One of my favorite songs on the album. I love that Gene and Paul aren't singing some kind of rah-rah rally song together. Amen. I like a... Yeah, they're singing this awesome, cool song together about, you know, what they would do in the old days. And maybe even now, who knows? I think it's awesome. See, that I think you hit it on the head, Cassius, is the fact that they are singing from experience. Because he's mm-hmm. picking yeah. up a girl in the mm-hmm. elevator, and she's out of her dress before they hit the second she floor. She took my finger, here's the button to press. <laughs> hey, you know, really, when you think about it now, both Gene and Paul yeah. married, got oh, a bunch yeah. of kids. They're, th- they're like, hey, look. You know, but they're still powerful and attractive. <laughs> they're still man. powerful and attractive, man. <laughs> Take me. But, the, uh, but yeah, just like you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, but, well, see, that's that's why I listen to that. I think to myself, it must be nice to be a rock star. I don't can't remember ever, you know, meeting a girl in an elevator because you know when you look like me, those experiences don't happen. But the uh, <laughs> and because it then, could be worse. It could be worse. It could be, be things like I was standing in line at the Social Security <laughs> office. I saw this woman with a walker. Oh yeah, I bought a wig and that. <laughs> We know what? Let's do this. We got let's go to last chance. We're gonna hit that and then we're gonna wrap it up. And so everybody, last chance. This is your last chance. What do Great you think? Way to close the album. Last Great chance is uh, the, the last song. Oh, yeah. I think it's a it's an it's an underrated song. I don't think it got enough mention yet, but uh, I guess that's what we're here for. I think last chance is actually probably in my opinion, I think it's uh, one of Paul's best vocals on it, and I, I love the ah, uh, uh, you know, yeah. the whole thing that Gene's mm-hmm. doing. I, that that whole thing, it's, it's a really good song, really good way to end the album. Yep, good closer. By the this way, is... I love the ACDC influences on this album. People may yes. say they're not there, but they are the there. The voice is down below. Look yeah. around. 
you know, and and, and they're 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 making themselves competitive, so it works. Yeah, this song is this song is great, great tempo, great way to end the album. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just because it has the word last in it, it doesn't always make it's a good last track, but this is definitely. And the fine sir from Kisteria, do you have any vocals from this? <laughs> this is your last chance! <laughs> and on that note, you know what, I have to wrap it up. I really I want to thank Frank Hagen from The Kiss Mask, yeah. my co-host here in The Kiss Room, Ken Mills from The Podcast. You're and, a powerful and, and attractive and, and, man. And you are also uh, our co-host on the podcast. So. I also come on there. It's it's We have this great network of shows that we all like each other. There's no hatred. That's why we have Cassius from Creatures of the Net. He is on here with us today. Thanks, Cassius. And, no and, problem. It was a blast. And yeah. if you're listening live and want to download this show, it will be available on the Kiss Room website and eventually later this weekend on the podcast feed as well. So we, we, yeah, and we Creatures all of the Net together. is at uh, Creatures of the Net. Go ahead. Go ahead. You say it. No. Oh, just, I was just going to say, a Creatures of the Net can be found at creaturesofthenet.com. And I have everybody linked. If you go to thekissroom.com on the links, everybody's pages is on there. Chris Giordano from Kisteria. Look, if you're out there and you've heard Chris today and you don't go see him when his band's playing in your town, you heard him singing it live here on the spot. We have the Gene's Ego show next week with uh, your buddies Andy and Jay uh, you know, in Philadelphia. That will, will, I'll post the information <laughs> yeah, about that sure. on the Kiss Room. It's fantastic because there's there's people doing all kind of ki- cool things. And Bill Starkey, the creator of wow. the Kiss Army. I mean, really, yeah. hey. to have you call in and talk to us. I'm honored that you would join us in the Kiss Room. Hi, it, it was a pleasure. And, and Frank and Matt, it. there's one thing I'd like to say. You guys don't know about this, but Frank, thanks for all your hard work you did back before there was the. We all had easy access to computers. You did the fanzine stuff, and yeah. I used to do stuff back then. So we appreciate your work there. And Matt, I just want to tell you, as a fellow host, uh, along with you, I really appreciate your enthusiasm. I love the fact that you're a Kiss fan, and I love doing stuff with you. So and and we all baked you this cake, right, guys? <laughs> look, it's perfect. Here, no, look at that. No, let's There's a lot of candles on it. So, so let's go. Careful. Before we, so Bill, you were going to say, and I, I don't know if you if they can hear you, but Bill, what were you going to say? No, I, I would just say it's a it was a pleasure to be with you guys. You guys make it fun. Um, you know it, that's what what it's all about is just you know you guys don't take it too seriously. I mean, even though you do do your homework, <laughs> I mean it's amazing some of the stuff you guys come up with. But it's great to be a part of it and. Um, you know, look forward to, to being on future shows. Fantastic. Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna try and get you. I'll send you a Facebook message or whatever. We'll try and get you for November. Great. We're, we're out of time now. The one thing I'm gonna say is, Monco Radio. If you listen during the summer, you know we had kind of fast and loose. There weren't a lot of shows. Monco Radio. We're back here. That's the broadcast home of the Kiss Room. I'm broadcasting here from Montgomery County Community College in Bluebell. There's a whole lot of great shows going on, and I really just want to put out, this is where a lot of these students are learning how to be broadcasters. They're having the time of their life. Coming up after my show is the Radcast. It's a brand new show. These kids have maybe two or three episodes under their belt. Stay tuned. If you're somebody that's listening on the download, go to MontcoRadio.com and listen. If you're on here on a Friday, coming up at 6 o'clock, Kyle plays the Heavy Metal Power Hour. It's all heavy metal. It's stuff you're just not going to hear anywhere else. And again, it's an unfiltered voice of these young people that are learning how to be broadcasters. I'm happy to be a part of it. we got a couple more songs. It's going to take us right up to 5 o'clock. Thanks for everybody for listening. Thanks for everybody who joined us. Mainly, enjoy the new album. Have Amen. a happy Rock Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And we're going to take you and out. And make it a monster, monster. of a lifetime. Because it's our last yeah. chance. 
here in the Kiss Room. Thanks I wish for listening. Kiss would do one Bye. more song Bye. for us. Immediately, if not sooner.